0: Well, it's been a while. It's good to be back with you, Garen Emig and Bill Haston, a couple of uh, sports columnists with a little time on our hands, away from our duties, our, our writing duties with the Tulsa World, a little uh, multimedia attack is what we're putting on right now. Thanks very much for joining us uh, for the video or via the podcast. Uh, we're here to talk football primarily today because it is August. Uh, college teams are going to, uh, to practice. High school teams will be headed that way very soon. We'll have the NFL uh, we'll have NFL games rolling out before we know it, Bill. I actually we have an NFL game tonight. No way. Who's playing tonight? Hall of Fame
1: game. Oh, it's, the is that tonight? I think so. Raiders and Jags. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Although, I mean, no starters for either team. No, I mean, it's you're not going to see Josh Jacobs or 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 Dylan Stoner. Well, you actually uh, you will see Dylan Stoner play tonight, but not Josh Jacobs. But it'll be all backups for both sides. But
0: there, it'll
1: be guys running around in NFL uniforms. So yeah, there's a game tonight.
0: Hey, speaking of Stoner, real quick, saw something on social media just this morning about two Oklahoma State Cowboys who are turning some heads in camp: Jalen Warren with the Steelers, and uh, here's a surprise, right? Malcolm Rodriguez with the Detroit Lions. I saw what Dan
1: Campbell had to say about Rodriguez. Uh, in a news conference, I think yesterday. And he just he just he just kind of stated what everybody around here already knew that he always seems to be at the football mm-hmm. and that he's making a lot of plays and, and that he's got I guess better than expected speed and that he's right in the mix of it. So yeah um, I was concerned only with Malcolm uh, like guys like Jimbo Elrod and Rocky Kalmas come out of college, having given so much physically yeah, right, out of there with banged up joints and, and damaged joints. And, and, uh, and Malcolm played a lot of uh, high velocity, mm-hmm. high speed football, right. Mm-hmm. And wrestled. And uh, so I, if if Malcolm Rodriguez can stay healthy, he will make a roster and he'll make a lot of money and he'll be a fun mm-hmm. player to watch. Yep. Um, Would be the Malcolm, second thing is Zach Thomas actually an undersized
0: guy who just yeah. hits out of people. Yep, yeah. it's a great, uh, it's a great comparison. Uh, Malcolm's old team, of course, the Oklahoma State Cowboys, already back at practice with Mike Gundy starting season number eighteen. They hit it yesterday. The Sooners of Oklahoma did their media day this week. They'll be on the field very soon. Here's a here's a question out of the gate. By by way of starting our college football talk for this year, Bill, you have any idea who's going to win the Big Twelve this year? Um. Oh no, 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 no,
1: no! But I mean, Texas is a great X factor. Um, Oklahoma State is an X factor on one side of the ball. Um, OU, I mean, I don't know how you don't pick OU uh, in spite of Baylor sneaking in last year. Uh, I don't know how you don't pick OU just out of habit. Um, but, no, and, and, you know, I mean, Texas should be talented enough to get in the game, right? It should be. Um, version 20 of that, right. Uh, amen. Um, so, no, I mean, I, 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 it's kind of part of the beauty of the season is there is no – I mean, like most of these recent years, especially yeah. the early era, uh, OU was the overwhelming pick because – for obvious reasons. I mean, it was only five years ago that Kyler Murray was a backup. Right. Quarterback. At right. A, a backup. Now you got General Booty. <laughs> <laughs> quarterback. I'm not making fun of him. I think it's a great name. And he comes from a great bloodline. So uh, we'll see. But I'm just saying.
0: And he's a backup. Um, no, I, no, that's just a, that's going to be the reaction you get when his name is, is mentioned on any podcast, radio show. Great name. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's 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 an all time name. It's the best. I'm trying to think it's the best. OU quarterback name since oh, uh, yes. Man, help me here. Um, Julius Caesar Watts, of course, once upon a time was pretty good. Yep. Um, oh, who are we forgetting? Well, I mean, Jack Mildren to me just
1: sounds like Captain America because of, who <laughs> of the way play, you know? Right. But I mean, as far as flash names, uh, J.C. Watts and now General Booty uh, would be difficult to talk. Yeah. So. yeah. Great. Name. Um, th- that is such a key storyline, I think, at all three schools, uh, honestly, is the backup quarterback position because, I mean, Dylan Gabriel – uh, one of the ESPN Conversation Show guys, I can't remember which, picked Dylan Gabriel to win the Heisman to win it, or just as a dark horse? No, 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 to win to it, actually win it. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. In, in fact, it may have been the way the Daily Wager Show, you know, where they uh, it's all about gambling and props and all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. May have been one of their people that picked him to win the Heisman. Goodness, uh, but so you, you're pretty. You're very established, actually, really, at all three starting quarterback positions in the state here with Brynn at Tulsa, Sanders at Oklahoma State, and Dylan Gabriel is an experienced guy. Right. Reunited with Levy, presumably a formidable guy at OU. But then what's behind them? I mean, you don't have a Kyler Murray type backup. You don't have a Brandon Whedon in the bullpen, right, at any of these places. So mm-hmm. uh, to me, the next three weeks are massively significant in these coaches identifying you know if we have to go to the second guy who yeah. is the second person
0: yeah that's that usually is a throwaway story that that you're right every August because you're, you're sort of prone to, to to go to the depth chart especially at the most important position but but you're not really programmed to think in those terms well you really ought to be this year to your point and it's and it's not just because of the lack of experience behind the quarterbacks you just mentioned I mean you literally have to I, I had to I knew who the two guys behind Sanders were at Oklahoma State, Bill, but I I did not know that, for instance, that Garrett Rangel spelled his first name with just one T. I would, I mean, I wrote it with. <laughs> I had I had to check the roster, and I I'm not even sure I've got the pronunciation correct. I think it's it's Rangel. Not, not, yeah, That's how I've heard it. Think, yeah. but but I mean, and, but and, and if you're in Oklahoma, you're thinking. You know, because of the name, General Booty gets your attention. But does any, can anyone tell you the first thing about what he might bring to the offense? Should he be called on? Does anyone have any clue as to whether Nick Evers has advanced to the point that they could, they could reasonably ask to helm that that offense if something were to happen to Gabriel? And oh, by the way, Gabriel Sanders and Bryn, to your point at Tulsa. They've all been hurt. It's, it's not like they're made of steel, right? Right,
1: right, right. Well, Sanders missed the one game last year because of COVID. COVID, yes, right. So, you know, technically he was a healthy guy last year. But but can he go 13, 14 or, you know, 15 games? Uh, I don't know. But you have to have somebody behind him. And at OSU in particular, they're really green uh, with Gunnar Gundy mm-hmm. as a – two years removed from high school, but a redshirt freshman now, who hasn't thrown a meaningful pass since the Bixby championship game in 2019. Right. He beat Stillwater in an unbelievable game. And then uh, Rangel, who's a you know freshman. He was playing high school football last year. So, uh, I mean, based on what I hear, it would be Gunnar Gundy to run out there wearing his dad's jersey number, 12, as the first quarterback to wear 12 at OSU since Mike Gundy. Goodness. Yeah.
0: Uh, a lot of pressure. Great storyline though, right? Yeah. No. And uh, yeah, we've mentioned that before. Good for us. Mm-hmm. I don't know how good for OSU, if that were to happen, I, I, I you talk about a guy they need to encase in, in, uh, in, in bulletproof material uh, bubble wrap, whatever it takes to keep Sanders. They ought to be as careful with Sanders as they were with him during, during that first fall of COVID two years ago is, right. would, would be, would be my suggestion. Who's going to, um, Something else that I included in the column today, Bill, besides the backup quarterback position at Oklahoma State. And that was the featured running back at Do You have any idea who's going to lead either the Cowboys or Sooners in rushing? I, I think that Dominic Richardson and Stillwater and Eric Gray and Norman are going to be the answers for those with just an, you know with, with just a, a past spring practice of knowledge. But I, I'd be let's put it this way: I'd be surprised if both, maybe one will lead his team in rushing. But I, I bet the odds are a little long that both of them do. I I I get the sense someone's in in the shadows at both OU and OSU, ready to, ready to emerge to take some well, of the load off. Well,
1: my guess at OSU on run game production is that it, it depends in large part on because I heard I'm hearing that you know kind of some of the same problems Oklahoma State has had for years now on the offensive line. Oh boy, don't say that yeah that that there it's it's again a work in progress kind of deal going on and so if if the protection for Sanders isn't adequate
0: mm-hmm.
1: you want you want great but if it's not even at least adequate then what i think you'll have to see is you don't it's not optimum but i think you would see Sanders involved in the run game a lot more and then they would like but if that's what you got to do to win games um, then so be it um so i can i can see where maybe at osu by seasons in you have three guys ranging from 500 to 700 and 800 yards you know what i mean and possibly with sanders at the top of that list i don't know um and, but, but i do like Richardson a lot um but we'll we'll see i think just how osu looks up front will determine uh whether Sanders—I mean, Sanders—is within striking distance of some really good passing game milestones. Right. We'll just have to see if they can protect him uh, well enough that he can hit those milestones, and if the passing game can be a reason why they win
0: games. Yeah, you wrote a really interesting column about him just recently in terms of assailable numbers for him and records that I don't think people realize. And it's sort of either. And it and doesn't it, Bill, go sort of it feeds into the narrative that. I just don't know if this guy's uh, he, he just isn't going to be uh, he, he's not going to have the place that he probably deserves in the annals of OSU quarterbacks and and I don't know if that's because well it is it's it's partially because of the, his penchant for mistakes and he he's he's still making them yeah. as well as he wells as well as he played in the in the festival and it was it was incredible he he threw four picks in the Big 12 championship the game before that against Baylor he hasn't shaken that despite the fact that you'd think that that, that would have happened by now He's also been, I think, sidetracked by the number of uh, position coaches and coordinators he's had in Stillwater. And there was just, there was so much hype coming, coming out when he joined the program that, uh, and when Chuba Hubbard arrived to sort of take away some of that, and then, and then uh, Tylen Wallace did, you were sort of left to sort of, he was sort of, I'm not saying he was an afterthought, but I just don't think his career has met the, car- the, the promise of, of four years ago. And that's that's probably unfair. No, it is unfair because he he's delivered more often than he hasn't. And all you hear from Gundy and and Casey Dunn and Tim Rattay is, you know, notice this guy. while we still we got to notice notice him while we still have him mm-hmm. and appreciate it at, at mm-hmm. the same time.
1: That's right. Well, he did come out. I, I would say this uh, uh, when uh, uh, Whedon got the job. OSU had been in a real, real bad place offensively in 09. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember that Bedlam game? It was hard to watch. Yeah, it. right, yeah. Uh, in fact, I think OSU in their last two games in 09, the Cotton Bowl lost to Ole Miss and Bedlam. I think they were 3 of 27 on third down. So the, the offense was in a bad, it, it was in the ditch. So you bring in Dana Holgerson and Whedon, and then they, it become they become a phenomenon. Uh, offensively for a couple of years with Whedon first with Dana and then with Todd Munkin. So Whedon was celebrated in a huge way because they'd never seen a passing game like that in Stillwater ever. In history, in, in the history of the program, they had never thrown the ball like that. And then you follow Whedon, well, there's a gap in there, but then 14 is a terrible year offensively. You got Tyree Kill and you can't even maximize him because you can't get the ball yeah. to a good way. And then – but then here comes Mason Rudolph, four-star guy, highly regarded. How does Clemson let him get out of there? I don't know. But they get Rudolph. He uh, wins Bedlam on a Tyreek Hill punt return. And that kind of launched him in in a star – in a stardom direction. And, like, you're right about Sanders. I mean, he's the most – think about this too, Garen. Sanders had the – the greatest credentials of any quarterback they've ever signed over there, ever. He was Mr. Texas football. Dave Campbell's Mr. Texas football. How many guys play high school football in Texas a year? 160,000. And he was the guy. I mean, that's a heck of a distinction, right? So I'm not sure why he hasn't been, why he's not more of a rock star at Oklahoma State or within the fan base. I don't know. And I think you already kind of, Nailed the essence of it, <clears throat> just – it's not just the volume of the turnovers, but the timing of some yeah, of them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Holy cow, you know. I mean – Yeah. And, and, and a lot – a good – or I was going to say a good number of them, a terrible number of them actually have been at Boone Pickens Stadium. And so – um, and you said four picks in the Big 12 game last year. In two games against Baylor last year, Aaron, he was picked seven times. So – that's it. I mean yeah. if, if he can come back this season with with just uh typical pr- yardage production and touchdowns that he's been doing, he's going to be like number 2 all time in passing at OSU behind Mason Rudolph. Pa- uh, yardage and touchdowns. Yeah. If he cuts back on the picks, he's also that that close to becoming the all-time interceptions leader at OSU. You don't want that one. Uh but can he have a 28 touchdown five interception kind of season we'll see and and, you know i mean he's got an nfl future to consider he it's so stupid to say for me to say you know he really should think about cutting back on his turnovers. i mean obviously he's trying to play clean but there's just something about his decision making at that split second moment of truth where he could either like take the sack chuck it out of bounds or turn it over and just too often, man, he throws it in the middle of the field and it
0: goes the other way. Yeah, Interesting that Gundy, by the way, has used the term magician to describe Sanders and the Cowboys' offense more than once mm-hmm. since uh, media days uh, last month in, in Arlington. I, for a guy who always seems to have to live up to expectations, if I were, if I were Mike, I might, <laughs> I might tone that down just for his sake, just for his quarterback's sake. You know what? I would say the best two
1: games he's ever played, Sanders, I would say the first game of his career at Oregon
0: State. The run game. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, I was there. He, he yes. Oh, yeah. That's about as comfortable as he's looked in the offense. That was his first time out. Fantastic
1: night for him. I don't and think the, he was thinking
0: I don't think he was thinking that night because it was his first game. He was he was just playing. Yeah.
1: And, and then I would say you just if you want his two best games to this point, just take those bookend game games, the first one and the most recent. Yeah. yeah. And right. and if you could bottle those up and say, you know, let's let's go with that every week, Spencer. Uh, he he, uh, then I would say OSU is no worse than uh, a favorite to get into the championship game again, <clears throat> and that Spencer Sanders will would be on a roster, somebody yep. brought, uh,
0: at the NFL level. So yeah. but just cut back on the giveaways right. and see what happens, man. Yeah. All right. On the subject of quarterbacks, I want to I want to move to, to the high school game. You wrote the most interesting thing I read all week. Oh wow! About the about the situation at Jinx. I mean, that was that was already a little wild. The Trojan fans, and really, because this is Oklahoma and high school football, and the level of interest is off the charts. When you wrote this, the piece detailing uh, Jackson, Pre- it's Jackson Presley, right, kid? Correct. Right. His move from California to Jinx with his father's connection, Brian's connection to the program. That, in the aftermath of Rising, transferring from Jinx uh, to, to Union, if I have that right, make sure that I've got that right, that had everyone wrapped with, with, with intrigue. And then another turn of the screw this week in the fact that it will not be Jackson Presley, the California wonder quarterback in the Trojans. Um, what, you, what you read on what happened and what are the other, are there, are there any, any deeper implications than what you, what you detail in your story? No, I mean, so Jackson's father is a
1: uh, is a film actor and fi- movie producer, and he was going to move his. And Brian Presley, the dad, was a Jinx quarterback in the nineties and won a state championship. Right, his son was always just uh, fascinated by Jinx football, the culture, the engagement with the community, the, the just. The, scope of it right and so uh jackson had mentioned to his dad several times man can you imagine playing football at jinx and so brian was going to move his film production company p12 films to tulsa and he was of the belief that there were going to be certain tax incentives uh that would make it favorable for him not to only just move the company but to bring that whole staff from los angeles to tulsa and i remember telling brian i said man your staff It might be a little bit of a shock at moving to Oklahoma, but when they realize that uh, how much further their dollar will go in Tulsa versus L.A., I think they'll be pretty happy here. I really do. And so it just seemed like it was all in motion and it was going to happen, that Brian would bring P-12 films to Tulsa, that Jackson would be a ninth-grade quarterback this year at Jinx. Already with offers from Florida State, Texas A&M, Arizona, Oregon, wow. before ever taking a varsity snap. Todd Munkin at Georgia is in love with him. Texas is said to be really interested in him. And he was here for the whole summer of 7-on-7. Seven seven. And then uh, I got a little bird told me a few days ago, hey, Jackson Pressley may not be here this year. And uh, got in touch with Brian, and sure enough, the tax incentive that was expected – uh, isn't there the, uh, the Oklahoma Film Commission has uh, a certain amount of money set aside to assist uh, you know different productions and that money was not available now for Brian's company so uh, whether they stay in LA or whether they, uh, ultimately whether they, the company stays in LA or does move here eventually uh, is to it'll be determined later. But for now, the okay. family's back in LA and he'll play at a, uh, at a private school. That's what half hour North of, uh, downtown LA and, okay. uh, and his coach will be one of the Clawson brothers. And, you know, I mean, it's big time football, but it's, um, you know, I, I, I was, a little, I was disappointed for the family cause they were really excited to come mm-hmm. back here. Uh, and for, you know, for Jackson to play Jinx football. It yeah, would have yeah. been a cool story. But Jinx will be okay, more than okay. I think, I think they've got a really good senior quarterback, Ike Owens, who's, who got a lot of significant playing time last year. And um, Shaker Rising was at Oklahoma State last weekend, Garen, for a camp. And as it was described to me, was by far the best quarterback in that camp. And so much so that, like, uh, that OSU went from knowing about him to being super intrigued by him, uh, like, overnight. So um, Shaker Razig is a real deal. He's at Union now. He is the reason I'm picking Union to win 6A1, um, because Union has had, for a long time, so many great football athletes but maybe not quite um, at a championship level at the quarterback position. Well, Jink showed last year uh, with a 66% passer who took care of the football pretty well for a ninth grader, especially as the season went along, he got more comfortable and and better and better. And, and um, so, and I say that, I mean, I say, you know, I'm going to pick Union to win 6A1. I was going to say,
0: Bixby's moving up to 6A1, right? That is this fall.
1: That's, that's in three weeks from today. <laughs> three weeks from today, they play at Owasso at TU. Yes. Man. Uh, 49 oh. in a row. I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> it could be Bixby. Bixby Bixby may go 13-0. Holy cow. I mean, they could. They really could. But... um I, I, I mean, I'm going to go watch a lot of teams practice. This is right. at 6 a.m. Monday, and I'm going to be there. And, and then Owasso Plett practices at 6 p.m. Monday, and I'm going to be there. And, and uh, I can't wait to watch all of them. But the quarterback movement was astonishing. Bartlesville, a really talented kid. Gilkey moved from Bartlesville to Union. Union has three guys, talking about experience, uh, in the room three guys who have started big school varsity football, kids from Bartlesville Jinx and Grayson Tempest is the returning starter at union who got hurt last year. So uh, they are loaded up with quarterback options and yeah. High school start high school practice starts Monday. Yeah. Um, And it's going to be, you know, this, most recent Tulsa area basketball season, high school basketball season was unbelievable, truly like unbelievable. And this football season is going to be uh, just like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Every week, every week there will be uh, like an instant classic somewhere. In let, the me, city. let me ask you real quick about one more thing about the, the Presley situation. I, I don't mean to be fascinated by it, but how, how many times have you gotten questions or had conversations covering that story that eventually wind their way to, Oh, N-I-L.
1: Like every time? I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, um,
1: there's just, you know, there's a lot of cynicism out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I've heard everything just in the last few days, a couple of days, uh, like it was that this decision was based on playing time or the potential of playing time, it, it wasn't. It really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the Pressies would have been fine had Jackson been in the backup role as a ninth grader. He just turned 15 very recently. Just turned 15. Hasn't taken a varsity snap in his life and has all those offers already. But Ike Owens is a good senior quarterback who's 6'3 and 200 pounds. I mean, he he's he's ready for varsity football. Jackson Presley's just a great, freshman uh of course at this point last year that's what we were saying about uh shaker rising i, I tell you what Gary, it's been a long time since i was as dazzled mm-hmm. uh i can think of just a handful of times when you see a guy for the first time just first look at somebody and you say wow you know you know they're special des bryant first practice i saw him at osu tyree kill first time i saw him at osu uh, Shaker Rising in the Trojan preview last year when he ran out. Granted, it was the second offense for Jinx against I think Bartlesville. I think,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but when he started pulling the football around, I was like, "This is this is amazing." Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, he he's he has a chance to be uh, a pretty special quarterback. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, I hope for his sake he gets a little taller because he's only six one. But uh, well, he can spin it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Presley story was uh, it would have been a great, it was a gr- great potentially a great storyline for the season and a career. You know, to have a a Trojan who is the son of a Trojan come in there and and, and uh, quarterback that program. But and you know what though. Uh, when I asked Brian I said does this mean that your family will for the sake of continuity will you remain in LA for the entirety of his high school career and he said we're taking it one year at a time so uh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah and it depends on what maybe his That's- maybe his situation with the film commission changes yeah. and that tax incentive and they move here and then he plays football at Jinx we'll see yeah, you know, this works now. I mean, like it or not. I, you know, I mean, listen, I am not, I am not uh, suggesting for a second that Bixby's not going to go. Bixby's going to go into six a one, and they're going to light it up. They are going to light it up. But I, but my pick this year is Union. They're I just think it's their turn. I do.
0: Yeah. Hey, we had a really cool night. One more thing before we get out of here. One. To- okay. Want to mention the All World uh, banquet that we that uh, we, with the help of a lot of hands, including Bill Knights, the title sponsor. Uh, we will always want to thank Bill for his involvement in in our coverage, not just every All World banquet, but he, he's uh, he's 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 a help. Let's just put it that way. When it comes to uh, what what we do with the world and the sports department, um, we want you know Rod Thompson coming out, and giving a great speech. Brought Bryce with him. I thought that was a nice bonus. Yep. for the athletes who who were honored. Uh, mm-hmm. You hit it on the head with the column that night. It's 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 uh, something we do to honor the uh, the boys, the fe- the male and female athletes who excelled in high school in the Metro over the past year. But it's also it, it as big a night for their families and parents especially, right? And the coach used to sit at the tables with them because, you know, everyone's lives are changing in real time and it won't be long before these kids are, are now men and women playing college sports and uh, the connection's not not the same. And so it's, it's sort of, Whoops! Sorry, got an, an amber alert. Hope that gets taken oh. care of. Um, anyway, situations change, lives change, but but uh, that that feels like the that event, uh, the All World that we do every year, sort of feels like a uh, you know sort of a send off, right, for these kids, uh, yeah. and not just for their sports, but a lot of times for their families.
1: It's interesting because Bill Knight brought uh, to the ballroom a uh, an amazing F one fifty and this Mustang Mach 1. And so after the banquet, I was talking with Arthur Presley, the father of the Presley kids at Bixby, you know, Braden, Braylon, uh, Braden, who now is a ninth grader, Braylon Brennan, Presley's father. And so uh, Braden, uh, who has had a growth spurt and is way taller than either of his brothers at Oklahoma State now as a ninth grader. He's like almost six feet tall believe it or not. Um, and we'll be a, a wide receiver, running back, cornerback. They're throwing him in the deep water, like right out of the gate. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, but, you know, we went over and looked at that Braden and Arthur and I went over and looked at that Mustang. Uh, and we started talking about NIL. I said, you know, maybe you'll be tooling around Stillwater in one of these, uh, as a result of an NIL arrangement, yeah, right? Right. Be silly about it. I mean, that that has just been such a game changer for these kids. I don't think Braden Pressly's going to practice every day with a Mustang Mach One in the sure. car, right. right? But but I mean, it's just such you know the fact that it's there. I mean, but he, you know what he was. He was uh, uh as a fourteen year old, fifteen year old maybe by now. He was more aware aware of, of nil than I would have guessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just how it works. Mm-hmm. And of course, look at Bryce Thompson. Bryce Thompson drives a Bill Knight Orange mustache. <laughs> That's right. It's yep. a beautiful car too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so, but the banquet was beautiful and. And uh, I was, you know, no disrespect to any of the other nominees, but uh, now that I've gotten to know Chance Wilson a little bit and and seen him, I was there the day he won four goals at the state track meet. Mm -hmm. And I watched uh, him in seven on seven this summer, quarterbacking uh, Rejoice Christian. He's a real deal, and I know T.U. offered him. He recently um, committed to Montana State. What? And so I need to make a call and find out what's going on with that because you met him, you saw him.
0: Mm -hmm. Does he not look like an FBS? Yeah, I was going to say, he looks around a ballroom. I mean, he looks a little above Montana. It's not a shot, and I don't mean to – no disrespect to our Montana listeners, but he looks a little bit above – that means, is, I guess, is how I'd say he he looks a little bit of love above Tulsa's means, to be honest, physically. He, but uh, but uh, but you've seen quarterback more than I have,
1: right? No, no, he's he's a. Uh, I was just happy for him to win that award. Mm-hmm. That, that he won that male athlete of the year award. Yeah, uh, yeah, a like class kid sure and, is. And he he likes to do a little uh, hunting on you know when he has time, and he, he's got a a. a, a, a Deer head mounted in his bedroom, you know, uh, a buck. And uh <clears throat> he all of his gold medals from the state track meet are like dangling oh from gosh. the points of the of the antlers, which I think is a
0: pretty boss move. I think that's pretty stud. Don't tell PETA. <laughs> <Nah>, well <laughs> they don't listen to the, they they don't listen. About it. <laughs> they don't listen. It's okay. No, it was a great night. That's what we're saying. Uh, Chance, and whether it was Chance Wilson or uh, Peyton Hinkle, the female athlete of the year, Broken Arrow. You, you, uh, you wrote primarily. You, did, you included the Presleys, but also was it? well, uh, oh, help, Maddie, Maddie McGuire. Is that who you included? Mackenzie Mackenzie McGuire, McGuire the, I'm sorry. the
1: volleyball athlete of the year. She's a Broken Arrow uh, senior, and okay. she's like any minute now for Kent State. Okay. Who, who knew they had a really dynamic volleyball program, but they do. So, uh, and her dad played for John Phillips at, yeah. uh, Broken Arrow basketball. So it's just circle of life, man. You like, you see these kids play. And then before you know it, you're watching their kids play and yeah. then on and on. So now a great. It was a great banquet. And I think we, uh, we will not blow the surprise now, but I think at the after party we identified next year's keynote speaker, and I'm excited about it already. You on and the spot? We can we get... all that, anybody watching this will be excited about it too, uh, if it if it if
0: it happens that we get this person on okay. the spot. Yeah. You, you came up with the, with the perfect uh, speaker. Well, uh, it's pretty obvious if you think about it. No, no, no not so much. But it's but it's going to be it, it's going to be great. It'll be great either way. But if we can get. Mm-hmm get this speaker. Yeah, it's it's going to be a night to remember. Um, all right, Bill, thank you so much. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. We'll we'll try to do a little more regularly moving forward now that football season is back. In the meantime, keep reading our columns in the Tulsa World. Check us out, please, every day at TulsaWorld.com, hashtag sports, extra, hashtag backslash, whatever it is online. Uh, we're there every day. Thanks very much.